0: welcome back to another episode of the expansion pack podcast in fact the last episode of 2020 um as always we're gonna download this week's content and bring it to you um got a very interesting episode this week and i'm sure it's no surprise what we're going to be talking about it's all about cyberpunk all about cyberpunk damn yeah, right. <laughs> but of course uh you know we're gonna say hello to our uh, amazing co-host here so first off we got manny aka goop master flex how you doing we stay gooping you know what i'm saying we, we stay gooping all right and my guy chris over here aka may 25th how are you doing my boy oh yeah everything's everything
1: i will say uh i would love to see that on a t-shirt one day goop please we stay gooping. We stay gooping. Yeah, man. I, I kind of like
2: that. Stay Make American goop again. That
0: might that might be something you might see very soon. We we stay gooping. All right, all right. So, we've had a a very interesting week packed basically around cyberpunk and all the uh the controversy and and fun. That's Come along with the game. Um, But, you know, again, as we mentioned, we're right around the holidays. We're pretty much right at the end of the year. This is the last episode of the year. Uh, We're going to take a little break for the holidays. So we're going to kick off our icebreaker question. Of course, you know, as always, we'll kick it over to Chris. What do you got for us?
1: Icebreaker for the last episode of the year. For each of you gentlemen. What is your personal game of the year to close out? About 12 months, 2020, a lot of gaming, a lot of, a lot of button pressing and stuff. What's your favorite <laughs> of the year?
0: Favorite game of the year. <clears throat> All right, Manny, I'm going to let you go and start this one off.
2: Game of the year? You're going to start me off when you guys know what I'm going to say? I mean, come on. Who doesn't like to go fishing next to the docks on a nice Sunday night? All right, let me stop. That's not my game of the year, but, you know, shout-out to Animal Crossing. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) it's definitely not too gay. I am disappointed in that. So, I don't know what anybody says. I mean, you know what? I'm going to have to go with uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. I'm going to have to say that's going to be my my little game of the year. Uh, You know first game I played on the PS5 to test out the new uh, ray tracing feature with the, you know, this, that, and the third. Um, but, yeah, I was say Spider-Man Miles Morales. The story was great. It's a little bit short, but that doesn't make the game, uh, that doesn't make the story, uh, you know, bad. Like, the, the story was really good. So, um, I like the way the game played and everything like that. And then like, you know, like the memes say, the exaggerated swagger of a black kid <laughs> jumping off a building. <laughs>
0: that's like the quote of the year (laughs) I I um, saw that review I I was like like, yo what (laughs) I know it's
2: on the current gen PS4 as well but I mean it was a good way to showcase what the PS5 can possibly do in the future and they even updated it with the new ray tracing 60 frames feature which looks pretty good so uh, shout out to Spider-Man great game if you guys haven't tried it yet on the PS uh, PlayStation side uh, give it a try
3: Okay, okay
0: So yeah, my game of the year. Hmm. <clears throat> I'm uh I'm su- I was surprisingly leaning towards Cyberpunk in regards to all of the craziness that's going on, but you know, some of the some of the bugs have definitely pulled me out of it, so I can't I can't say it's my favorite game of this year. I think the game that I've enjoyed playing the most from beginning to end is actually Resident Evil 3. It's uh all the way back in what was it? March? Did it come out? I believe it was March. Um, that was yeah. like the first game that released, like in the middle of the pandemic. And I just remember sitting down, having nowhere to go, and I played the game all day and beat it in that day. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that that was definitely my favorite uh, favorite
2: game this year. Dope, dope. The game was dope. <laughs>
1: Damn, I, I'm I'm still kind of struggling with my answer, like. I know everybody probably thinks, oh, he's just gonna say Destiny. No, it's not Destiny. Not my game of the year. It's like my favorite game, of like ever or whatever. But it ain't the game of the year. I can I hardly tell you it ain't. Um, <laughs> shit, man. There's also a part of me that wants to say Cyberpunk, but like, it's also hard for me to give it to that. With with, I, I sound like you on your answer, to be honest, but. Uh, I don't know if I played anything else that gave me like maximum enjoyment. This, year. you know what? It's probably gonna be Warzone for me. I, I knew you gonna gonna say Warzone, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That I mean, if I'm really thinking about it, um, I had a lot of fun in Warzone this year, and a lot of different moments with a bunch of different friends. Um, you know, I was even able to do a little bit of cross-play with some of my peoples over on PlayStation for a little bit. They had the cool Halloween events. And know, and above everything else, I mean, this was well Modern Warfare, I guess you could say, but this was the game that got me into COD. But uh, people who don't like know, like I was not a big fan <laughs> of these games for a long time. And Warzone comes out and I'm like, Huh, this shit got dope, you know, I'll try it out a little bit. Next thing I know, we playing for hours. Next thing you know, I'm in plunder solo playing. Trying to rank up my weapons and it's torture. And I'm like, I'm in here. Done it. <laughs> I'm in here. And I'm shooting people and I'm by myself solo against squads. And you know, it's cool. My MP7's getting up there, you know. Um, So for me, yeah, I probably have to give it to that one. It definitely hit me the hardest out of all the games this year so far, for sure. Yeah,
2: definitely, man. Man, I play so much Warzone, I'm just so burnt out of it that I'm still, like, at a three-month hiatus. <laughs> I haven't touched that <laughs> game. I'm like, I gotta try
1: the new map, though, because the new <laughs> map, it it's, uh, it's more like uh, Mini Royale, so okay. it's only like 70 people or something like that that load in. And I was like, okay, and it doesn't look like there's as much camping going on on the new map, so I'm just interested to see how the actual flow of the game goes through, but mm. yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, weird, yeah. I feel like I might have to jump in there, too, because <clears throat> I haven't touched Warzone in a while. But I can definitely attest to uh, the impact that Warzone has had on on our boy Chris over here, because I, I I know for sure he's definitely w- was not a Call of Duty guy, <clears throat> barely a shooter guy, really. Destiny, you know, no. Destiny was definitely like an exception to that rule. But even you know, I, I play a lot of Destiny with with Chris. Um, I could definitely tell that the difference that him playing Call of Duty made, and how he played Destiny as well. Um, yeah. Definitely. So yeah, yeah. So it doesn't definitely doesn't surprise me to, to hear him say that Warzone is his game of the year because it definitely like that's that's almost like a new area for him that just kind of opened up out of nowhere. So exciting mm-hmm. to see that. That was pretty cool. Um, for sure. But yeah, shift, shifting gears a little bit. Um, this one this one wasn't exactly something that we talked about pre-episode, but I just want to slide it in there a little bit. Um, two things that I want to go around the room and just talk about real quick, because you know we have to go back into some more cyberpunk conversations, but um, I want to know each of your favorite gaming moments and your biggest disappointments of this year. So, Chris, I'll let you start off.
1: Um, okay. Whew. Biggest gaming moments... Like, See, it's hard for me to answer that question because, like, I feel like all the moments that I could have answered for this didn't get to happen or they didn't happen in the way that we wanted them to happen because of all the circumstances and things going on. So it could, uh, be,
0: it could be an announcement. It could be a moment of you playing a game.
1: Um, oh, oh, okay. Like, like, switched it up. Yeah, very large. <laughs> uh, biggest game announcement that I could think of would probably be the X-Cloud thing because I think if that goes well, if they really do this the way I am thinking that they're going to do it, it's game-changing. It is a absolute game-changer. Um, I'm very excited to kind of see where they go with that. In terms of my biggest disappointment, honestly, man, honestly, honestly, it's the fact that the Anthem 2.0 thing hasn't happened yet. Like, I have been waiting for months, bro, months just to... To give them some kind of praise somewhere like oh the game was shit but they fixed it and it's been what over a year now and we get barely that many updates on it and it's starting to get to the point where i'm almost losing faith in it and i hate that because i still want to feel like i spent 60 bucks on a game that i'm actually going to get something out of long term mm-hmm. uh, but um should have got your refund man Nah, nah, I didn't. I didn't want it because I, I got held out the hope thinking that it was gonna, you know, go somewhere. And here we are. <laughs> here we yeah, are. yeah. So um, yeah, I think this one. Sure. Yeah,
0: there's a lot to be said about that, and we'll draw that we'll draw that line in a moment. But uh, Manny, hit us off. So, what was your uh, again your your favorite gaming moment? Whether that's a moment of you playing a game or a gaming announcement,
2: and your biggest disappointment of this year. So, I'm have to say my favorite gaming moment was the week of the new console drop or you know just you know came home with my new system, opened the box, unwrapping the console and being able to plug it in and experience the next gen. Woo! <laughs> but <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that was like just seemed like the, like I, I my favorite unboxing. It was a PlayStation 5. I'm not going to lie. Like, seeing that big old Wi-Fi router, kind of looks sexy. I'm not going to lie. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> but um, my biggest disappointment, you know what I'm going to say, you know, the fact that Animal Crossing ain't get game of the year. Oh, my
1: God. The biggest snub
2: of 2020. I don't know what to say.
1: Bro. I feel you,
2: goop. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Yo, man. Yeah. Out of
1: here.
2: Uh, I mean... <laughs> The only thing I was really disappointed, except for, you know, the fact that, you know, a lot of things got pushed back, like Halo Infinite, which that definitely was a bummer because I was looking forward to being able to play that as soon as the Xbox launched. Um, You know, another, like, yeah, just, I mean, the whole pandemic with the whole, like, this affecting the whole gaming industry. So that'll, that'll be my disappointment of the year.
0: Okay, okay.
2: All right, so for me,
0: my favorite gaming moment of the year. I mean, Next Gen was opening up. My my Series X was a huge moment. That was a lot of fun, a lot of excitement around that. Um, hmm. Hmm. Perfect Dark getting announced was pretty cool. (laughs) Starting a Twitch channel was pretty cool. But I I think I'm actually going to go with... um, the destiny raid that we all did—that was probably oh, yeah. up there was, for like yeah my favorite moment of this year. That was this year, yeah. That was during the pandemic. Wait, are you talking about the one that we we didn't finish? Yeah, we didn't finish. Yeah, that was fun. But going through it was a lot of fun. Like I wish we could get everybody together and like do another one because yeah, that was uh that was a high point. Like it definitely had its share of frustration. <laughs> <laughs>
2: The dogs. <laughs>
0: the dogs was the worst part. Uh And, like, it lasted for probably, like, a good eight hours. Like, we all just got a good shift in on that one. Um, But it was a lot of fun, man. It was, it was definitely a lot of coordination that needed to happen. A lot of us yeah. yelling at each other to do this and do that and try to get on the same page. But I loved every minute of it. It was just a lot of fun. <clears throat> and it's it's rare that you get a game like that that involves that much collaboration and you know like coordination it's just it's just a lot of fun destiny 2 you know like it it may not be everyone's cup of tea in certain regards but the the stuff that happens in the raids the puzzles and you know the things that come along with it's just it's just a great time so that's definitely going to be there for my favorite gaming moment biggest disappointment um well mine was i was going to say halo infinite because uh yeah, I was really, really, really looking forward to that game. Um, Many kind of snatched that one from me. So, hmm. I think I would actually say the next gen launch in general was probably the biggest disappointment for me, mm-hmm. and that's mainly because of COVID. <laughs> to be quite honest, so like that, you know, encompassing Halo Infinite, encompassing uh, the fact that the medium got pushed back encompassing, you know, the fact that we probably didn't get as many launch titles as we should have gotten because COVID, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's definitely going to be my biggest disappointment for 2020. I'm looking forward to 2021 in, this, in the sense that a lot of these games that we were supposed to be seeing, like Halo, like Medium, um, you know, we're going to start getting them trickled out throughout the year. So that should be exciting. I'm with
3: it. Yeah, I am yeah, I'm with, with it. it.
0: But yeah, so speaking of uh, speaking of disappointments in some ways.
3: Oh gosh. <laughs> we're,
1: we're gonna
0: we're gonna move over to Cyberpunk. We're gonna move over to the uh, the the dumpster fire that's happening over there. You know, I, I still think it's a great game, but man, those those bugs are really, 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 really hard to ignore. Um, Manny, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you you take this one away. Just t- you know, let's get a little recap on what's going on with CD Projekt Red.
2: BD Project Red, you dumb, messed it up! (laughs) I, you know, I, we all, we all, you know, got the game. The game came out, you know, and we expected a lot from them. You know, the game got pushed back like two, three, four times with the whole, uh, you know, the whole little thing going on in October. The game's gold! The game's gold! Welcome to the Chocolate Factory. Bring your gold ticket. <laughs> <laughs> they say the game won gold. And, you know, they gave us all hope. Like, oh, okay. You know, the game's in gold. So the game's, you know, ready likely finished. Yeah. You know, yeah. ready to go out the box. And then they hit us. Oh, we're going to have to push it back another three weeks because it's not to our liking in the current gen console. So that's a little, red, you know, red flag we got over there. But we not expect what we got... <laughs> What we got out the box, like, I I was surprised they, you know, Xbox and PlayStation let the game go through. Ain't they have, like, a little system where they check the games before they release? Like, you know, like, I I was disappointed, like, with the amount of bugs, like... It ain't as bad playing on the Series X, but it still bugs. And it's like kind of ruins the experience of the game. You know, the characters glitching around during like a serious, uh, like talking scene where you're just like having a conversation. Next thing you know, the character's like doing like flips and cutting through the walls and stuff like that. Like, I'm like, yo, how you like floating in the air sitting down while you're trying to talk to me about somebody? (laughs) Like, (laughs) (laughs) bro, I remember I saw somebody literally. I wish I could do it, but I can't because it's like literally impossible. Like, like, somebody was dead sitting on the chair, like, backwards, <laughs> like, where their, like, legs were, like, pointed, like, you know, through the chair and everything like that. I'm like, bro, how do you, like, release a game where, you know, and the game just comes out like this, where, like, cars literally flying out the sky and, like, clipping through the maps and everything like that. You know, it's yeah. gotten to a point where PlayStation had to just say, you know what, we ain't selling this game no more until you fix it. Or we, you know. Yeah, I, you know, I will say
0: this, <clears throat> and I'm not saying this as an excuse for anyone because CD Projekt Red needs to be held accountable. But everything that you just described, <laughs> welcome to the world of open world RPGs, bro. Like yeah. that's an issue that we had with The Witcher. That's an issue we had yep. with Fallout, Fallout Four, yep. Fallout Seventy Six, yep. uh Assassin's Creed. Like, yep. th- yeah,
2: <laughs> <coughs>
0: nah. I mean, you know, yeah, what? bro, go play, go play we're, Valhalla. We're
2: talking, we're, talking, we're talking. I, I mean, I know Valhalla has glitches, but we're talking about the most anticipated game. We ain't talking <laughs> about no Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed, you know, every year it's just you know whatever. It's Assassin's Creed. We know what to expect from them. Yeah, they have their loads of glitches and stuff like that. Fallout seventy six. Yeah, that was disappointing, but we're talking about like, well, a game right, we've I... been waiting eight years. We've been 76. waiting a while for it, but realistically realistically,
0: like, the general population has really only been waiting, like, maybe three years for that game, right? Like, nobody really knew about it until they did, like, a, a bit of a rebrand and a relaunch. And don't get me wrong, I think the game is definitely, like, it was really hyped up and is really big, but I would also venture to, t- to show you a game called Anthem that was equally <laughs> as hyped up <laughs> and, e- and probably I- a bigger letdown, in my opinion,
2: than that game. Oh. <clears throat> Anthem's different because... It's you know, not though. It's EA, it, it's EA and Bioware. It's not <laughs> though. It really isn't though. Know. They should have known from their previous release with Mass Effect that there's probably going to be some bugs with Anthem. That game was just overall disappointing. Bro. Well, I,
0: I don't think I don't think that um, Mass Effect. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember this. I don't remember Mass Effect having a ton of bugs. I just remember it being a bad game.
2: Period. Yeah,
0: it was
3: just but a I,
2: garbage game. I, I know when the game first came out, I did see like a lot of videos of bugs and stuff like that. So. Maybe that was you know, my YouTube recommendation list, but <laughs> but like I said, like we're still talking about like one of the most anticipated games that they pushed back multiple times, mm-hmm. saying that the game is done. They lied to us. They said, you know what? We're going to release the game with the current state because people keep on complaining that we keep on pushing it back, and then here you go. And then <laughs> everybody was just like... <clears throat> saw <laughs> <laughs> you know i i I
0: understand the the fact that there are a lot of bugs and like like we talked about right the the number of bugs that we are seeing on on last gen at this point consoles is definitely unacceptable, but again, like I've said, that's not something new right like we've seen that with a ton of different games for me the issue the big issue is the the way that they went about it all right so so to your point, what you said you know, they said the game is ready to go. It's ready to ship, whatever. Like when it, back when it got pushed back in February, when was it February, March, like early this year, it got pushed back. And at that point in time, um, the executives said, you know, the game is ready to ship. It's, it's ready. It's playable and ready to go now, but we're pushing it back to refine it and do this, that, and the other. Right. So it's like, okay, that was, that was one of our first major um, delays. And then, of course, we know what happened uh what was it uh the week after the series x released, right, or was it two mm-hmm. weeks after the series x released either way in, in November, we knew that it got pushed back again, so then now it comes out in December, and it's like okay, you are allowing people to review the game, but it's only re- be it's only reviewable on p c They're not letting people see the console version of the game, and then even on p c the people who are reviewing it they weren't allowed to show their own gameplay footage. They had to take the footage that CD Projekt Red fed them. Like, red flags. You know? Right? Like, red flags. Mm-hmm. But, because what we know about that that studio and how much everybody loved The Witcher, we gave them a pass, right? We, we said, okay, like, whatever. We don't need to see the game. Just take my money. Take my money. Take my money. Right? That's what a lot of people had said. Mm-hmm. And there was so much hype drummed up, right? Keanu Reeves being in the game. Like, hype drummed up now. Right? Like, the, you know, we, we see all the, the, the way the game looks, all the graphical fidelity of the game, so on and so forth, right? Everything that we were fed, we were fed on PC. So, you know, whatever. It is what, what it is. That's, that's what happens most of the time with games like this. But then it comes out, and it's just like, oof.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like-
0: it just, it's a gut punch, man. It's a gut punch to see the issues that people were experiencing on last gen. Like I said, and and I'll I'll you know preface more of this conversation by saying that I'm playing on a Series X, I'm having minimal issues. Uh, at this point, I, I I believe we talked about it last week, but the biggest bug I've encountered so far is that I can't complete a particular quest where I have to put this guy in the in the trunk of a car. I think the mission's called Big in Japan. Um, so I, I had to go grab the guy, uh, carry him past a, a a bunch of gang members, I had to kill them all, I finally get out of the place, and then they tell me to go like put this guy in the trunk of a car, a car that's not there, instead what's there is my motorcycle, so I can't put him on that, I eventually then go find a car, put him in the trunk, and... I still can't finish the mission. It won't let me do anything else. So to this day, this man is still in the trunk of my car, just roaming (laughs) around. I just, I can't finish my mission. So, you know, that's my biggest bug so far. Um, (laughs) And I understand. And, you know, we'll we'll go around and you guys can talk about any of the bugs you've seen, but, you know, I know we've seen some of the stuff online with genitalia popping through clothing and stuff like that. That's more funny stuff. Not really game breaking in my opinion. Um, But, yeah, you know, that that's been my experience so far. So, as far as my experience goes, it's really not that bad. I think my game maybe crashed once, and I know that on PlayStation 4, like base PlayStation 4, there's been a lot a lot of crashing. And you know, that stuff is definitely unacceptable, right? <clears throat> so, you know, I I don't know. It's 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 a tough situation. I, I'm curious though what what kind of bugs have you guys been seeing in your playthroughs? Uh, Chris, you want to start it up?
1: Um, I I definitely have my fair share of bugs. I don't know if I've had as many bugs as some people have been having. I'm playing on the 1X right now, so again, just to your point, a lot of people who have been experiencing the most bugs. It sounds like are on the very, very base model of both consoles. Um, however, in terms of the bugs, yeah, they're 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 when they occur they are I haven't experienced anything game breaking, but they're super 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 annoying and then I also have a bug now that literally just happened before we got ready to do this um I don't even know if you know the, if you guys know this mission, but basically, I had did a mission for somebody I think it was Wakaka, and then she was like, "Go see this ripper dock, and then the Ripper Doc's gonna give you a free upgrade that mm. you got mm-hmm. via the the mission or whatever. So I'm looking for the Ripper Doc. I finally got over to him. And I go in his inventory. And the thing that I need is there, but it's not free. And John costs like 10, 10 stacks. And I'm like, uh, uh, I don't have 10 stacks. <laughs> so uh, what's, what's, what's the deal? And um, they wouldn't let me get it. So I'm like, all right, let me just go get the 10 stacks. Maybe it's a thing where like I'll buy it. And then they'll just add the money back to my inventory later or something like that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Nah. I went. I bought it. And the worst part about it all is it didn't even trigger the fact that I picked it up in my, my quest. So I bought the mod. I have the mod currently equipped out of my own pocket, but I have oh. no progression on the bitch.
0: You talking about the tattoo?
1: My guy paid ten Gs for a tattoo. Oh, no, no 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 no! I had to get something that was going to allow me to link my weapons to smart weapons. Yeah, it's a tattoo. It's not the thing? It's it's a tattoo. That's all it is. So so the so, so the, so the
0: tattoo so the tattoo does allow you to to use smart weapons, but it's a Bruh. tattoo.
1: So the thing next to it in the Ripper Dog Shock says that it's going to allow me to get a link. So I've spent the ten stacks, man.
2: <laughs> no, like you know, I'm, I'm on the same boat as Chris because I was stuck in that whole side mission trying to get the like whatever the reward is. But there's like no like hint on what's to like where to grab or what to grab. You literally have to like well at least for me, I had a little literally had to cycle through everything to see which one was free. Yeah. So like you know, it would, hmm. it would be nice to give us some kind of hint of like oh, pick up this tattoo. You know what I'm saying?
1: But it doesn't even say it's a tattoo. Like I would have never thought that that's what I needed to pick up. Like why did they not put that in the? Interesting. Uh,
0: yeah, they just called it. They called it a mod for me. For me, there was like a yellow, um, like circle with an exclamation point in it, and that told me, okay, that's what I'm supposed to get. Uh, and it was free for me, but it w- it was just like a tattoo that lets you link your smart weapon. And if I had to pay 10 G's for that, I would be furious. So.
1: I'm sorry, sir. It wasn't even an epic <laughs> mod, bro. It was a rare mod. Like I'm so mad.
2: The malt's He said, "Run the pockets." I experienced <laughs> that.
1: Um, I forgot the name of the name of the uh, the lady that worked with uh Vic, but you know she does her old tarot card thing or whatever. Misty, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go see her to ask her about the tarot images that pop up in the city. And she did my my, my fortune and she is doing the thing with the cards and she's putting the cards out, but as she's pulling them off the deck, there's no card. So she's just like (laughs) and she places it, but it's just blank and I'm like What card is this? Oh, that's the moon. I'm
3: like, You ain't even put the moon down. What are you talking
1: (laughs) about? That's the moon. She went through the whole fortune with no cards actually being used. Um and then when my boy Jackie got that that was uh, a touching moment that I know all of us felt deep within our, uh, our hearts. Mm. And this man was literally giving me the chip in the, in the whip while he was, he was leaking. You know what I'm saying? My guy was leaking. Was leaking chip. As he was giving me the chip, his, his gun, you know, it went through his head. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, it was like a gun in his head, like this. <laughs> here. He was like looking at me like, Take the chip, bro. Take- <laughs> and then he died. And then he's like.
2: <laughs> oh, brother.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, he
3: died with the. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: man. Instead. But then I saw that that same glitch happened to mad other people. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you know who Fallout plays is Danzel, but he's a big Destiny player. And he has a lot of videos on YouTube by Cross. He has a video of right now. and It's like an eight minute video and it's called We Waited Seven Years for This. And it's just like a compilation of like all okay. the most craziest bugs and glitches you could find. Dog. I haven't experienced any of that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's wild. <laughs> yeah, I've been seeing some
0: things online of like people on base model Xbox One where like textures just aren't loading in and you're just talking to a blob like a blob yeah. of a human, I'm like, bruh, that yeah. s- s- sucks. <laughs> like, yeah. I-, I wish they'd, they'd just cut it off and made it a, <clears throat> a next-gen-only title, but, I mean, it's too late now. The cat's out of the bag, so not much,
2: much. you can do. But, yeah, Manny, did you uh, see any other crazy bugs <clears throat> you want to talk about? Yeah, I know I mentioned some already, but, like, <clears throat> um, like, I'll say the craziest bug I have was... uh. I forgot what happened exactly, but my car got launched in the air and I landed on top of a roof. <laughs> and then when I, when I got on top of the roof, I got out of the car and my guy like clipped under the map. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and, like I couldn't even get off the roof. I guy clipped and I was just like falling, falling. But, um, uh, and then it's just like a lot of other small stuff. Like, like I said, like, with like important dialogue moments where like the characters are just like having a conversation and the next thing you know, like, you know, like, the person I'm talking to starts bugging out like one minute, they're like, standing, standing on like, onto the, like, leaning on the desk and the next thing you know, they're sitting down and standing back up again, but like, it's just like those, like, moments where it's like it's not like they're doing it naturally, it's just like it just clips into like, alright, he's sitting down okay, now he's standing up, I'm sitting down, sitting down mm. but like, I remember there was one moment where I was talking to Judy on the elevator Judy. and <clears throat> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> then <And>, like, she <laughs> She went to sit down, and then like she sat down on the wall of the elevator. But like she, like her body clipped through the elevator, and all you see was, <laughs> was like, her legs. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, what's going on? Like, this is like, you know, this is some important dialogue mode right here. and You just like, I'm talking to your feet. <laughs> I, I'm a feet guy, but like, no, <laughs> no, we <at least> stop. <laughs> oh man, that's funny." Uh...
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> I you know, it's it's those are the type of bugs though where I'm like, that shit funny, man. <laughs> yeah, they're like fallout bugs, man. That's yeah. what everyone needs. Yeah, know? like it, it kind of gives it like a weird charm. But like i I I I don't feel like any of the the bugs any of us have talked about, I would consider like game breaking, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I've seen th- like again, don't be wrong, there are certain game-breaking bugs in the game, and even the those small bugs that pile up, you know, like they definitely tarnish what otherwise is an actually excellent game and an excellent piece of storytelling. Um, but man, like, ugh, it just sucks that the conversation that we're all having is the stuff about the bugs because underneath that, all of that, like the game is just mm-hmm. yeah. so good. It's so rich. The world yeah. is so rich. <laughs> there's so much going on like uh but we'll 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 get we'll get into that portion of it a little bit later um but yeah you know all all those bugs came out everybody's talking about the bugs that are happening and of course you know cd project red did end up releasing a statement in essence saying that kind of admitting that they knew (laughs) that the game wasn't ready to go on on last gen Mm. you know hardware uh, and, you know, definitely kind of piles on and, and leads to more people being upset and, you know, kind of going at the the company as a whole. Um, and then, of course, we get to what was it, Thursday night um, and PlayStation announced that they were pulling the game off of the store, which I think is crazy.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I, I think that's such a that's such a dramatic reaction. I I understand why <laughs> it needed to happen. <clears throat> really, when CD Projekt Red released their statement, they mentioned um, that anyone, you know, they're, they're willing to honor refunds at any point in time. Or not any point in time, but willing to offer refunds at this point in time uh, for anyone who's unsatisfied with the bugs that were happening in the game. So they basically kind of sent, in a sense, threw Sony under the bus. Because for those who don't know, Sony doesn't really have a return policy built into their, uh, their PlayStation store to be able to get your money back for a game that you're unsatisfied with. The policy that they have is pretty eh. it, it basically states that you have 14 days to request a return for a game that you haven't played yet or streamed. So if you've downloaded it and you haven't played it yet or you haven't streamed it, then you can request a refund. But if you've played it in the, you know in the scenario that everybody knows about right now with with uh, Cyberpunk, you would play you know you would have had to play the game, understand that oh it's buggy, I can't play it like this. Now I want my refund. According to Sony's policy, they can't do that. So.
2: On the flip side,
0: Microsoft's policy, you know, just just talking about um, last gen in particular, there's, you know, Xbox versus Sony in this regard. Xbox's system for refunds is much, 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 much easier because literally all you have to do is just go to a website. um, And as long as the game is within 14 days of purchase, you can go ahead and request a refund and. Usually, the automated system will let you go through with it. Um, I have seen some rare uh, instances where, you know, you may have a, a little bit of an issue and you may have to talk to someone. But generally speaking, their system is just much simpler. You know, you request a refund, you get it back, you lose access to the game, and boom, you're good to go. Um, so, you know, of course, as people are requesting refunds because of CD Projekt Red statement, um, people are, you know, reporting on the fact that it's easier to get a refund from Xbox than it is from PlayStation. PlayStation is just outright rejecting people, so it makes sense that eventually Sony decided to say, "Okay, we're going to go ahead and honor refunds, but we have to pull the game off the store." Mm-hmm. And it 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 sounds bad in the beginning, and it sounds like a knee jerk reaction or a bit of an overreaction. But I understand that really it just boils down to. And I'm not saying this to fault Sony, but Sony's policies just aren't ready for something like this. They're not built for something like this. So they have no choice but to pull the game off of the store. So Mm -hmm. in a weird way, Microsoft has (laughs) a little exclusive (laughs) for the time being, at least the console exclusive on uh, cyberpunk 2077. So Mm -hmm. I I just think the whole thing is just really, really freaking weird, man. Like it's, it's, it's kind of like the perfect story for 2020, right? Like 2020 has been such a yeah. shit year, right? So sure enough, the game that we've all been waiting for for seven years would come out in 2020, and it would just be a complete shit show. Um, you know, I am I'm, I'm cur- I, I think, I, I think I know what most of your answers are, but, you know, something that we're all going to talk about at least. Um, do you think that CD Projekt Red can come back from
2: this? Maybe I'll let you go. Yeah, I mean They can. The only thing is, it's just like a bad first impression of the game. Like, the damage is already done. You know, it's definitely going to change how, like, these uh, you know, game developers release their game nowadays. Because obviously, they don't want to like have a whole like clusterfuck as Cyberpunk. So, like, it might be good in that sense, where you know, all right, these game developers might take it more seriously, try to make the game less buggy. You know. more playable. Um for like I said, C D Project Red, it's uh they did kind of like messed up with, you know, saying the game is gold, leading like basically people on to thinking that the game is basically ready to play Mm -hmm. and just to have the game be a like an unfinished product, which you know sucks. Uh, not only for the gamer side, but, you know, you got the developers basically working like six hours a week just trying to get this game out and ready to go and stuff like that. Not six hours, six days a week. Six days, yeah. But, <laughs> I was like six hours, you know. <laughs> Maybe that's why the game is like that. That's why the game like that. <laughs> in yeah. the they, like, bounce yeah. It just depends on what they do in the future because, you know, now it was like, the game is practically unplayable for consoles. Like, they fix some things, but still, if you play in a current-gen... not Yeah, current-gen Xbox, uh, the base model, and same thing with PlayStation 4 base model, it's, you're not going to have a good time, pretty much. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm glad you mentioned the, the crunch conversation because that's definitely something that the industry as a whole is really kind of focusing in on these last couple years. The idea that these... Um, you know, bigger corporations are are requiring these developers to work overtime, you know, like crunching, you know, spending time away from their families and whatnot to try to push out a product. And in this scenario, you know, there was so much crunch after they had already said that the executives of CD Projekt Red had already said that they weren't going to make their employees work overtime and work that type of th- those type of crunch hours. You know, some people were reporting like um, 60 to 80 uh, our weeks and that's like you know that 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 can bring people down you know in a significant way so it it just feels it feels um it just feels disingenuous you know to know that everything that they've said the executives have said okay we're not going to make our employees work crunch boom now we're making them work crunch oh yeah the game is ready and it's in a finished uh state whatever boom like now now you've made them work the crunch you said before the crunch that the game was in a finished state, the game comes out and it has so many bugs. It's clearly unfinished. It's like, so they worked all that crunch for what? And you lied to us mm-hmm. again? Like, it's just, uh, situations like that just garner so much ill will. Um, man, yeah, It's tough. It's tough. But Chris, what, what do you think, man? You, th- you think they'll come back from this? Um,
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think, I've been telling everybody, give it maybe about two or three months, and I think we'll be in a way different spot than we're in now. Um, it's crazy, though, because, like, what I keep hearing everywhere, not everywhere, but a good amount on the internet, people keep comparing this rollout to, like, Fallout 76 or, like, to Anthem. And, like, I I, I don't understand the comparison with that. Especially with, like, Anthem, because I keep saying, like, Anthem was okay-ish for the campaign, and then there was just no content. It didn't matter if the, the game shipped with no bugs at all. If there was no content. Mm-hmm. It was going to hit a wall regardless. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't think that's the case with Cyberpunk. Um, and even with Fallout 76. Fallout 76 had hella bugs. And then they made a huge like blunder of an idea of trying to take NPCs out of the world. Which I don't understand why they would do that in a Bethesda game. Where that's more or less why people are playing your game. Is because they get such a rich experience via the NPCs in your environment that you mm-hmm. made, and if you take that out, it's like that's a huge gameplay misstep, man. Like, why would you do that? Again, I don't think that's what Cyberpunk's issue is. I think Cyberpunk is just just got some bugs, some generic, mostly visual, from what I'm seeing. Um, bugs, you know, nothing game breaking so far, really. I know it's game breaking for some folks, depending on your console, but. I have confidence this game is going to be fine in two, three months. I don't worry about that. Plus, the game, they've already shown you that they can do this with the game with Witcher, because Witcher also released in a rough spot. Mm-hmm. Like, how would you not have confidence in them? I don't think it was right for them to like lead people on. I don't think it was right for them to kind of make claims to things that they probably shouldn't have made claims to earlier or whatever. Um, But, yeah, it would be crazy of me to say that I don't think this game is going to come back from it. I Nah. I, I think if anything, what, not, correct me if I'm wrong. Anthem took how many years to make? Seven years? Eight years? too? Took a long time, right? I, I don't know. To be honest with you, not sure. I could have sworn it wasn't develop <laughs> development for a little while. I feel like for whatever reason, once games are in such a long development cycle, it's almost like they get like all this like fire under them, and it's like they 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 rush, and they rush, they rush. I don't. I'm not gonna say here and act like I know how things work on the other side of the fence, or if they have like time crunches, or if they're given like hard deadlines that they have to like hit. Um, I would think if I'm the people like EA, or if I'm like you know Bioware or some of these other companies, you know, I don't understand why they would be forcing games to come out if they're half baked, because then that also affects your reputation too. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I don't <laughs> get why. The, I don't know. There's something on the other side of the fence that I feel like we're missing in terms of I guess the pitchfork that's behind some of these companies in terms of getting that game out by a certain deadline. Mm. Because it makes me think, like, did CD Projekt Red really want to come out when they came out, or were they forced to come out because the game's been in development for so long? You know what I'm saying? And that's... I I don't really know how to talk about that because I don't really know how it works.
0: Yeah. I I, I mean, I can... I can speak on it based off of the little knowledge that I have Um, in most scenarios. uh, So, so let's take Anthem for example, right? The story around it goes that the game was in development for, you know, decent amount of time. It got a rework um, at some point in the, in the development process, but EA not Bioware kind of, put their foot down in a sense and kind of said hey like we need to speed this along we need to get a game out there like we need you guys to present something at some point. So there was a bit of pressure um as far as BioWare and Anthem goes and you can kind of point to EA as the reason why. It doesn't ex- it doesn't necessarily exonerate uh, BioWare as a whole, but from what you can tell it seems like EA was the one who put the pressure to get the game out you know, as quickly as possible or whatever, what have you. So Fallout 76, let's just be honest here. Bethesda, when they release games, they tend to have bugs. Like it just, it it just is what it is. It's kind of part of their their charm too, like yeah. whatever, yeah. what have you. But the, the difference with Fallout 76 <clears throat> had more to do with the content than it had to do with the bugs. It was like Fallout 76 as a whole was basically just a beta test in the beginning, Right. They took out NBC's, like you mentioned, they tried to get a a fully um, open world with other, you know, humans in it. And that experiment essentially failed. So they had to go ahead and and change, uh, rework how they thought about the game. So that wasn't really like any pressure or anything along those lines. That was just they made a bad bet. And that was that Um, this situation seems to be solely inflicted by CD Projekt Red. Um, From my understanding, uh, I think it was WB Games is the ones who are publishing the game. They were like, go ahead and do whatever the heck it is you have to do. Just make us a game Mm -hmm. like we're just going to leave you alone because everybody knows who you are and everybody loves you. And we're not going to apply any pressure from from what we've I mean, obviously, there could be a report that comes out next week that completely contradicts what I'm saying. But from what we've been hearing, it seems like it was all on CD Projekt Red to get this game out like, you know, this year. Right, there was so much hype around it. They recouped their production costs on this game through pre-orders alone because of how hyped it was and how many people had pre-ordered the game. Right, so you know it's really, in a sense, it's just a cash grab. They just wanted to to get money and uh, release a game this year, and uh, I think they thought they could sneak by because obviously, you know, if if this game came out on PC only, the way it is. Like people would be lauding it as a masterpiece because right, I yeah. I, st- I still think it is a masterpiece in a lot of ways, but um yeah, it's really just the the current gen stuff that's or last gen stuff I should say that's really kind of screwed them over. And the fact that they try to tiptoe around it and now they're just getting you know a fire lit, a lit under their ass, like they deserve it. And it, it's it's solely on CD Projekt Red, the executives, mm-hmm. not the developers, just to be very clear, because the developers you know they have no say in this type of stuff. They're just working and and uh, trying to create the best game that they can possibly create. But yeah. as far as the executive saying, okay, this is in a release state, like, go ahead and, and push this out, you know, I, I feel bad for the the people who were working on the current gen stuff and sitting there saying, like, hey, 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 like, there's problems. We need help. We need help. And some, you know, some executive was like, no, you got to push it out now. Like, it, it sucks because, you know, I, I really think if the game had even got pushed back an extra three months, you know, like I think, Chris, you had mentioned before, like, it would help them out a lot, you know? Uh, there was a report that I think this whole fiasco is costing CD Projekt Red $1 billion. Like, whoa. That's crazy. Wow. <laughs> because their stock has dropped so, so hard. Like, I think their, I think their stocks, their market share is like $86 billion or something like that. They're like, they're the, the biggest, um, they're the biggest gaming company in Europe, like even higher than Ubisoft. So, wow. yeah, and it's crazy because they're an independent company, but they own, um, they own, uh, what was it Geo Good Old Games, which is kind of like a competitor to Steam on PC? Mm-hmm. It's like it's a game store. Um, so they own that. So that's really a large part of where their like money comes from is that game store. And then obviously the, the you know, the couple games that they do make. Uh, but yeah, like that's a lot of money to lose, man. You, you could have just delayed a game a couple more months and just ate, you know. Maybe you might have lost maybe a million dollars. Maybe you wouldn't have lost any money at all. Like no. who knows, but now, now you now you done
2: goofed. Uh, yeah. yeah. I just wish, you know, like we talked about, just just forget about current gen, because you know, the game is basically unplayable at this point. For people who only have the one on the PS4, not like the pro model or the the Xbox X. One X. Mm-hmm. So like <clears throat> might as well just you know, focus all on next gen. I'm sure the game would run way, like, so much better than what it is right now. Mm -hmm. Um, like just, and just like, forget about it. Cause like at that point, you know, like the release window, you know, you're pushing it back from like, you know, from, uh, well, like early this year to like, you know, fourth quarter this year. So like at that point, I would, I would have just said like next gen only next gen. only, And then like, Uh would have had less bugs. I mean, people would have been disappointed because obviously, like, you know, they've been waiting all this time. Yeah. And, you know, it's hard to get a next-gen console nowadays, so, like, they still probably would have lost money. They would have saved themselves. They would have saved themselves, Mm
0: -hmm. yeah, big time.
1: Here's the question, though. If they would have said it was next-gen only... Because from what I understand, the versions of the games that we're playing right now aren't the optimized next-gen versions of the games, right? Mm -hmm. Like, those Mm -hmm. are still supposed to come out next year. Yep. So... If they were to call this other one next gen only, and it only came out for Series X and then PS5, can you still do that with a game that's technically, I guess, not that console's version of the game yet? Like, how does that work? So, so I think I think
0: what we're saying is, if if by the time so February rolled around, you decided okay, we're gonna we're actually gonna push this game back until the end of the year, right? Mm. So all that time you took in the middle of the year. Instead of focusing on optimizing it for current gen, you would have just used that time to solely optimize for next gen. Mm-hmm. So then, when it came out, you would have had ray tracing on next gen. You would have had, you know, whatever other features it is I, that I they plan on coming out with, yeah. right? So you would have, you basically would have been able to reallocate those resources to focus on making the best possible next gen version of the game that you could make, and the PC version, and then boom, you you you've essentially solved your own problem. But at the same time, I don't know if they had the foresight to realize that this was going to be as big of a controversy. You know, I think they, they really uh, banked on how much goodwill they had built up over the years and how much customer trust they built up and they they thought they could sneak by. And, yeah, they're, they're really screwing themselves over here. Yeah. 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 So. But, you know, now that we've gotten the, uh, the doom and gloom portion of the, the game out of the way... You know, we'll, we'll we'll talk more about our experiences with the game. You know, in a positive way, like what you know, what our what our general review is of the game. Um, again, like I said, I absolutely love it. Um, <clears throat> you know, some of the bugs are definitely dropping it down a notch for me as as far as it being like my game of the year. But the story that I've played through so far, I, I'm just enamored by it. You know, I've so I, I'll also start by saying I beat the game. Um, I think we're all in different portions in the game, right? So, Manny, mm-hmm. you're about... Mm-hmm. So, I'm about 40 hours in. I've beaten the game already. Manny, you're about what
1: now?
2: I'm probably around like 30 to 40 hours myself.
0: Just focusing mm-hmm. on side missions? Yeah. Okay. And Chris? I'm at 18. 18, okay. And also focusing mainly on side missions right now. Right? Mostly, yeah. Okay. yeah. okay. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Yeah. So, um. yeah, I... I like I said, again, I love the story. I love where all of this stuff is gone. I will keep it spoiler free um, for the most part because, you know, we're not all in the same place, but I will say I was a little disappointed in my ending because not because of the actual story beats of it, but because I was mad at myself for making the choices that I made. Um, <sighs> it's like the ending is super interesting. I just like, I, I I was like uh, like debating, should I do this? Should I do that? And then as soon as I made like, there's like one big, well, there's a, there's a couple big decisions, I should say. But uh, your final big decision, I was like, fuck, like I shouldn't have done that. And <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're like, quick save, reload. Yeah. <laughs> and I I've
0: been, I've, I've dealt with the consequences of it because I wanted to see where, you know, where the rabbit hole was going. But when it was all said and done, I was like, hmm,
1: that was bad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Damn. I was like, oh, I fucked up. But I you know, without without giving up away too much, I like the message that they're conveying in the story. I think it's really interesting. Very matrixy, very bioshocky. And I you know, I guess when we're all done with the game, maybe we can I can talk about it more because 'cause I'm tiptoeing around it, but it's some really interesting concepts that I, I got out of the game that I think are really cool. Um but yeah, we'll uh you know Chris, I'll let you go next, man. What do, you, what do you think of the game so far?
1: Where are you at with it? Man, um, I, I had mentioned... I think, I don't know if I told you this, Manny, but I know I told you, Denzel, that uh, the way how my coworker had described it was that it was completely broken as fuck and that it should have waited a year before it came out, but that he's still completely in love with the game regardless. I wouldn't say it's broke, well, it's broken, but I don't know if it's broken as fuck. Like, yeah. that's, that's, that's a whole other level of broken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I'm having a very good time. This game for me, Deadass, is Grand Theft Auto meets Fallout. That's what the game is for me. Um, I never would have thought I would have gotten anything close to those two worlds coming together like how they have. But, I mean, I can't really describe it any other kind of way. I think the looting system of the game is what reminds me most of Fallout. Mm. Like walking around and opening up containers and there's literally ammo crates and stuff like that on the floor, like it looks Mm -hmm. like Fallout. And then driving around the city and meeting the NPCs and and going around doing your missions and all that, that's where it kind of has like the Grand Theft Auto feel to it. Um, Yeah, man, like the detail is is exceptional. Down to, because I look for little tiny things because to me the tiny things is what kind of set the stuff over the edge. And I'm watching mannerisms of most of the NPCs more than anything else when there isn't a bug. Um, <laughs> like, for example, when I was talking to Judy and um, we were trying to talk about Evelyn and I'm like, yo, where Evelyn at, yo? I say, <laughs> I'm V. And then she was like, I ain't talking to you about that shit, V. I was like, listen, uh, I got my cool points at eight, so you're going to answer this motherfucking question. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> question, right? And then uh, there was a cool part when right when I was about to walk out and then she goes, wait, no, B, right? And I turned back around and she's looking at you and she's like, you see, Evelyn, um, let's kind of tell her I said right? And then she turns back to her, her work, but the way she does it is so realistic. And I know it's tiny, but it's like, oh, I was like, oh, chef's kissed. Because she goes like this and then her legs are like sprawled out like how somebody chilling would be. And they just swing back under the desk because she's like this, almost on some, I, I care about her, but yep. I don't really want him to mm-hmm. know I care.
0: You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I like, oh, yep. cool. you know? like yeah. oh,
3: gosh.
0: Body language I, uh, and all that stuff, it, it matters, it's,
1: man. It's on point. Yeah. On yeah. In point. With Dex, because I was saying it before, too, Like I thought his character model was done probably the best out of everybody in the game. Just based on how they had him move and his mannerisms and him smoking a cigar and all that stuff was perfect to me, man. Like, I mean, I never seen a video game get it this good with the tiny details in their NPCs, never. And um, damn, man, I'm 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 having a ball. Even Wakaka with her her old self, man. You see Wakaka in there? She got a little cut down, cut down the front. I said, Wakaka, you about eighty? You about eighty? You know, damn boy, you don't need to be wearing nothing like that. But uh. she out, and um, yeah, man, I'm having a really good time. I would say my least favorite thing in the game so far, and this is probably nitpicky, is and correct me from all, because maybe it's something that changes when I get further in the game. I hate the way how you have to wear the stuff you find, and that's how you have to like level up. Because that reminds me of how Destiny is. But at least in Destiny, once you get to your light level, you can wear your old shit again and just power it up. With this, it's like, it's kind of a, a grind to kind of get a piece of clothing or something that you like, and then taking that piece and then keep on leveling that thing up just to keep it, like, at par with your level in the in the world. Mm. I found some dope jackets, some dope other stuff, some boots, all kinds of mess. I'm like, yo, my character could look fly as hell right now. And right now, I got this wild-ass uh, tiger claw vest on, some green boots some weird blue jeans, and I got this really weird Shogun hat on. Like, my guy looks wild, but I have to wear all that stuff to get my, uh, my armor rating how I want it. Mm-hmm. And so, I know other video games, like, they give you an option when you get close to end game, like, to color your outfits or to change them in some ways or whatever, and maybe the game does that. I don't know. I'm hoping you guys say it does. Um, <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert.
2: If... It don't. Nah. <laughs>
1: See, that sucks because the game has so much detail and customization, and that's like the one spot that you would have thought you wouldn't have to worry about that kind of customization. And yeah, yeah I mean my- there there are I'll
0: say this. Um I mean it's not a spoiler in any way, but there isn't really like a way that I've noticed to like level up the stuff that you get, like the clothing and whatnot that you get. Um and I can't say that I necessarily Wanted to, like, I got to a point in the story where I felt like I don't care what arm, like, what clothing pieces I'm wearing as far as their armor. I'm just gonna look cool, and I'm just gonna rock with it that way. And I don't feel like I lost anything because of that. Okay. Like, I don't, I don't feel like it was harder for me to to complete missions or beat the game or anything along those lines. So, I don't know. I don't know if I'd focus too much on that because. But the well, other side, how, how,
1: how long of did that, it take you to get to that point, though? Where you
0: felt like you didn't care anymore. I mean, if I'm in, if I'm forty hours in, probably like hour twenty. Oof, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like halfway through, I was just like, "Eh, why am I bothering?" Like, I feel like I'm already pretty comfortable with what I'm doing. Like, <clears throat> what really happens is you get to a point where, all right, so. <laughs> After the prologue ends, right, <clears throat> and you're introduced to Johnny, you do a certain mission where you have a certain gun. <laughs> and, like, did you notice, and I know both of you have played it this far, did you notice that when you're playing that mission and you're, you're shooting enemies, they die, like, immediately in comparison to how you were playing when you were V?
1: Yeah, the TTK is wild. Right.
0: Okay. <laughs> You eventually get to that point again, like after you level yourself up enough where your TTK is like that. So that was the point I hit where I was like, fuck all that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care about armor. I'm just walking through. Bow, bow, bow. I'm good. Like that, that was basically like, that's the moment that hit for me. Um, and I suppose that if I really dove more down the line about the armor and all that stuff, it might be a different situation, right? Because there are a number of clothing shops in the area. So if I went to one of those shops and maybe I found some dope, you know, armor or whatever that, that I liked and I found different mods for it, that might've changed my gameplay experience significantly. But once I got my weapons, right, uh, it was a wrap. (laughs) It was a wrap.
2: And personally, whatever clothes I have, whatever I'm reading is, as long as it's the highest I wear, it's a first-person game, so it don't bother me as much. Mm. (laughs) Don't be can, But I can see that, though,
0: right? Because there's never really a moment where you see yourself unless you're looking in the mirror, right? Like, it's always... Like, the entire game is in first-person all the time. It never really takes you out of that mode because it wants to, you know continue pushing you through that level of immersion which is actually i i didn't really go into this yet myself but that's actually my favorite part of the game is how immersive it is the fact that you're in first person all the time <clears throat> even in moments where you're uh you're out here having sex or whatever you're having it in first person like and it, 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 it does its best to never take you out of that immersion like, every conversation, every NPC, face-to-face, like, you are, you are V, right? You feel like you are V. Um, I love that. I love
1: that stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I would have to say my uh. least favorite thing about the game, though, aside from the obvious, like, with bugs and whatnot. It's not even, like, a thing that I have a problem with, really. So I'll preface by saying that. But my least favorite thing about the game is probably driving.
1: Oh, I was gonna bring that up next. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Glad you said
0: that. Like it's not even like a thing that I have a big issue with though. Like I drive in third person. I've mainly been driving with motorcycles. And it's honestly perfectly fine. Like it's it's okay, right? It's not great, but it's okay. Um but one thing that people have been talking about is the shooting. And I Manny, I think you were in the party when we were discussing this yesterday. A lot of people don't like the shooting in the game. I personally don't have a problem with the shooting in the game. Yeah, me neither. Oh. I feel like it's pretty tight. It's not like it's not like Call of Duty or you know Destiny or Halo or any of those types of games. It's because it's not a it's not really a shooter. Like it looks like a first person shooter, but it's not a first person shooter. It's a it's a first person RPG. Um, so like when I compare it to Fallout and you know certain other games, like I think the shooting is perfectly fine. Like, I I think it's actually really good. I think it's pretty tight and I'm curious. So Chris, you said you don't mind the shooting. So, you know, so I I guess um, this question wouldn't necessarily be for you. I guess maybe more for Manny. Um, A, how do you feel about the shooting? B, do you think that there's a difference in how you feel about the shooting from the beginning of the game to where you are right now? Because you
2: got better guns. Um, I mean, the shooting really don't bother me as well. Like, when you play Cyberpunk, you don't play for the gunplay because that's, like, when you play games for mostly the fighting, even though, like, most of the game you do fight, you're playing Cyberpunk mostly for the story. And, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, it's not like you're playing a competitive multiplayer game where the combat has to be, like, top of the line or else it's not going to succeed. Like, you're just basically fighting NPCs where... Like, yeah, it may not be Call of Duty, but it's still, like, a decent, like, decent when it comes to, like, the shooting mechanics and everything like that. I think I think it's probably because people don't like the fact that, you know, there's, like, a weapon ranking system where you got to get, like, the better loot in order to mm-hmm. succeed with the weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I really don't see a problem with a game that's basically more focused on the storytelling than... Uh, combat. I yeah. heard the combat. Uh, I heard the hand-to-hand combat, though. Uh, I heard some people say it's clunky. I don't use my hands or, like, melee weapons at all, but but that's what I heard. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't, it's
1: weird, man. Like, I feel like, like I didn't mind the gunplay at all, and then the fact that people are comparing it to, like, Fallout, I think the gunplay in this is way better than Fallout's. Absolutely. Like, in my opinion, like, Fallout's gunplay system is very outdated. The VATS thing is outdated. All that stuff needs to get updated in the next game, whenever it comes out, because it's really old. But in this, like, I enjoy the sniping a lot. I enjoy that they have, like, different archetypes between the different types of weapons. So, like, you can get a tech pistol, and then you can get a power pistol, and then you can also get the, um, smart. the smart ones. Yeah. And, like, I like that. That's different. It varies stuff up. And then, I mean... I don't know how much you guys have actually messed around with the dodging mechanics and the, uh, I forgot what the wire is called that comes from your wrist. You got, there's a, there's that shit. And then you could do some crazy slide stuff in that game too. Like it, it doesn't feel too bad to me. It feels, I, it you know, feels really nice to me. I, that's, I that's had, yeah. That's a weird thing. I had a shoot out with uh, the tiger claws, man. They were harassing this person and robbing them. Right. And I walked up on them. And I slid into the engagement. I got right behind the car, and the way how it felt when I came up, man, I was like, eh, 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 eh. "Yo, I like it. I think it feels good." So I don't, so I don't
0: know. I don't know if this is, and I guess you guys can you know validate this for me, but I don't know if this is like a perk that you get or something along those lines. But if you do a slide and then you hit someone for crit damage, everything slows down. Yeah, that that is
1: a perk. That's a perk. Bro. Because you can actually trigger that after a while on your own by hitting both the the bumpers. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. because it
0: was happening to me. I was like, "Bet." sliding into an engagement, sliding around a corner. Wow. Catch him with a headshot. Because, like, my favorite thing to use in the game is handguns. Like, hands down. Uh, Revolvers and handguns are amazing. Um, Yeah. And, like, I I feel like I clean up. And I feel like I'm really precise with my shots, too. And I... It, it's, it's interesting to me how much I was hearing people say like, oh, the shooting's clunky, whatever, what have you. But I also did get to a point where <clears throat> if you do enough, if you do certain side missions, I'll say this. You do certain side missions, you eventually get this really dope ass uh, gun and it has some really dope ass qualities. And I'll say that much and leave it there. So yeah. sliding around, popping somebody and then having something else happen after you've already popped them. It feels really good, really, really good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> really, yeah. really good. Yeah, nah, I, I like it playing, man. I think it feels good. Yeah, That's yeah. Like me. I mean, shit, even the melee stuff feels good. I don't mind it at all. Yeah. So
0: do you do you find yourself, um, Chris? Do you use blades or anything?
1: Um, I've been using the katana a lot. Yeah, katana's been like one of my main ones. Because, um, again, I started playing it kind of like Fallout. Fallout, I always have a, a, my go-to melee weapon because mm. I'm always trying to ration my bullets. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to do the same shit in this. I picked up the katana, and um, yeah, they know what it is. Because more or less, I'm in the point now where if I see Tiger Claws on the street, it's on sight. They they don't <laughs> even wait. They start shooting. It's on sight, bro. Everywhere I go, bro, it don't even matter, dog. Me and the Tiger Claws not. are not rocking with each other,
2: this man got beef for everyone.
1: <laughs> that's, ah, a... that's the Tiger Claws, man. They, Because, they... yo, you see how they walk around the game, bro. They walk around the game talking mad shit. They walk around the game thinking that they own everything, and I always catch them doing the most crimes out of everybody. <laughs> Why y'all always doing bad stuff? Nah. <sighs> nah, I like them dudes. I got
0: beef with the Tiger Claws, yo. <clears throat> nah, yo. Ain't you working with the Tiger Claws, though?
1: Wakako, isn't she a Tiger Claw? I don't know. Maybe. I think she is. If I am, she the coolest one of them all. All eh, of them. About to roll up, Christy up. On up.
0: Her.
1: <laughs> about <laughs> to roll up on her.
0: <clears throat> but yeah, um, so what did you guys find yourselves like specking your character out for more than anything else? So, I, I, Chris, I remember you mentioning something about your commas was at eight. So, like, what's your what's your highest uh, attribute? Uh,
1: my tech, I think, is nine. Um, I really, really started focusing on my cool and then my tech attributes. Hold on. I think it's chopping you up a little bit. I don't know. Are, can you guys see me okay on your own? Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure. But yeah, the, the tech one is cool, man. I go with that. And the cold blooded is like the, the, the specific perk that I've been trying to like really max out the most out of everything just because I feel like it is the most beneficial early game. Hmm. Um, there's a lot of good attributes to cold blooded to the point now where if you get high enough, you get your health back up from shooting people, you get your, your, um, the ram pieces from when you want to hack things, they come yeah. back from killing stuff, like all that stuff is connected to cold blooded. So that's where I've been really, really trying to focus that and crafting.
2: Nice, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many, mm-hmm. about
0: you? Where'd
1: you go
2: mostly like the reflexes and, um, like the the I think it's called the body one, boy. Like increases your like strength and stuff like that. I believe um, those I've been focusing on with a little bit of, like technical for like those little technical scenes where you got to hack and stuff like that. I think. Um. Um. Yeah. Like now for like this playthrough, I was probably gonna do something like that, and then like <clears throat> my next playthrough, I'll probably focus more on like stealth and like hacking and tech. I guess. Mm-hmm. but like this playthrough is more of like that you know I'm the head honcho you know what I'm saying you want to stress <laughs> I, how, we, we gonna bang out <laughs> yo it's funny
0: my playthrough is is uh, it's at odds with each other so my mm-hmm. highest specs are uh, body and technical ability <clears throat> like my body's at 10 technical ability's at 11 everything else is at 8 right now um, I should focus on stealth like, cool should be the thing that I focus on because I go through every engagement stealthy. Like, I'm sneaking around, I will break someone's neck and throw them in a freaking locker and, like, just keep <laughs> on moving. Like, there really aren't too many scenarios where I do end up shooting. Like, more often than not, the only times I really end up shooting is when I'm doing a side mission that requires it, or if I'm just out in the street and I find somebody doing a crime and I'm, like, slide up, blah, 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 you know? But, like, Most of the side missions that I do, I try to, like, hack stuff, sneak by someone, and then, like, break their neck afterwards. So it's, like, weird that I didn't really spec my guy out as well for stealth. But I like the way my guy is because if I have to get into a facility, I can either break the door or I can, like, hack it. And that's really what I use my stealth for. Although, I guess it's kind of weird to me that, like, I break a door and nobody hears me. (laughs) <laughs> like I will straight up break a door and like see someone in front of me as I break the door, and then I just walk up and like choke them. It's like,
3: mm, uh, yeah, something's
0: yeah. a little off yeah. there. Yeah, there's, there's a couple, there's a couple other moments like that where I'm like, some of the game logic doesn't really make too much sense. Like, uh, I can't talk about this without spoiling. So I'm gonna just. Push on, but sometimes the the game doesn't really dive into the emergency of what's happening to you,
3: <laughs> like mm-hmm.
0: like basically, you know for those who don't know like it's not not I'm not gonna spoil it, but you're essentially running out of time, right, and you're running out of time, and then you're getting a call from Okako, like, "Hey, oh, come buy this car and then you're like having a whole conversation with people, and then you're like, Oh, let me go do this side mission and this side mission and this side mission' All in the meanwhile, like, you're running out of time. (laughs) And the game keeps reminding you that you're running out of time. Like, moments keep happening as you go from side mission to side mission. And then it's like, yeah, let me just go do another side mission. Like, uh, maybe we should focus on the (laughs) task at hand here. (laughs) That's probably, like, the only part of the story that I feel like is a little weird. But, you know, at the same time, I guess it kind of has to be designed that way. I just feel like there's so many different places that they can go with the game like going forward. Um This is definitely a topic I, I wanna review or come back to at some point after you guys have all played it and then maybe when they do announce the the next DLC because I think what they could do with DLC is just very interesting. It won't be necessarily in the same well, maybe it could be like what what um like so, Manny, you're you're kind of our resident GTA expert, just because you've been playing a little bit more recently. Um G- <laughs> So, oh so GTA when they release expansions, right? I I know GTA Online just had an expansion, but let's t- like talk more about like the the core game itself. It usually doesn't follow the main characters anymore, right? The expansion usually
2: has something to do with other characters. Nah, they. With the success of GTA Online, like they said, there was supposed to be store DLCs, but since GTA uh, Online took over, they basically uh, forgot about the whole story and just focus more on online. Hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah, I know GTA Four like had a store DLC, but yeah, hmm. like I said, GTA Online that just like that's their moneymaker, so of course they're gonna focus on that. Mm. Yeah, I feel you. See, I'm I'm really looking
0: forward. Speaking of GTA Online, I'm really looking forward to. Like an online version of this game, like what they could do mm-hmm. with even a you know co-op stuff, you know, or I guess competitive stuff if they decide to go that route. It's not a competitive shooter, but I could see them finding ways to get like the team deathmatch stuff in there and, and having it work pretty mm.
2: decently. I mean, Cyberpunk Battle Rail. <laughs> <laughs> hey. no, no, I don't know. Hey, I'm best I mean, that. through the walls. What? <laughs>
0: Let's go. I mean, it'll
2: be be a good idea, but I don't know if the game will be able to handle that.
0: (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That's what that's literally what I'm thinking. I'm like, yo. But then again, I guess if it's not. I think the thing that strains the game the most is that specifically on Xbox consoles and PC, because from what we've seen from PlayStation, it's not like this. But the world is so densely populated. Like, I guess if you took all those people out and it was just a bunch of us running around. It might run better? Probably. Awesome. I would assume. Hmm. Yeah, if you take out all the traffic, like the NPCs that have to like think for themselves and be aware and do all these different things,
2: I would assume the world should run a lot better. Hmm. But imagine a Battle Royale with the whole world populated, so uh, I don't know. Oh, no. that that the, See, that wouldn't even make I, sense.
1: It, yeah, that's it, like, it, like a two-hour game right there. Yeah. Right? <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's just for one win. Oh, man. Yeah, but with what the world be populated be that's something
2: rough. new. I mean, you know. I mean, that's I mean,
0: that's a hard buy. I think I think that's something that they might be able to pull off on next gen and PC, right? Like if that's if that's where they decide to go with this all, like okay, we gave you the game on on uh last generation, but now everything that we do moving forward is focused on next gen or you know now current gen and pc that could be something that could be interesting they could they could pull off some stuff that we haven't seen before so i don't know yeah Uh, Yeah. i'd be looking forward to seeing something like that but um you know we'll we'll start to wrap it up a little bit here
1: and and uh uh uh-oh once multiplayer comes i want to hear nothing about no oh well you can't see your character so fuck your outfit then that's a situation where my drip has to be on point oh yeah because i'm that's... playing with everybody else and i can't be out here dusty all right that's, so that's a whole different first... situation yeah that's...
2: man my character Let's... gonna be running around with his dangling hanging
1: <laughs> you no know, goop i'm pretty sure he probably is i'm not even gonna discuss that but my, my other question though, real quick on a serious note though because we were talking about the uh the attributes yeah you know like how there's that one on the bottom that's blurred out don't spoil it but have you unlocked it Really? I was expecting to, but
2: huh.
1: yeah. So maybe that's something you can do before the end game then. Maybe. You got a group
2: go I don't got it, yet, yeah, So probably it's a side mission. It I could be a, yeah, do, it man? could be
0: a side mission. It could be some DLC down the road. It could be multiplayer related. Um oh, maybe. Yeah, I was thinking it too. And I, I was thinking I was like, why is this so obviously there? Right? Like you could easily just get rid of that area, like right, get rid right. of all together and not have it highlighted. So, so like it's, it's very clearly like wants you to know, okay, this is a thing that's happening. Um, I just, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the the next thing that I wanted to ask you guys though, was uh, again, I know, I know that right now you guys have actually really been focused on side missions more than anything. Cause you don't want to beat the game just yet. What is your favorite side mission so far?
2: Like I don't know if I could say without spoiling anything. All I gotta say is, pain in my baddie. But, um, other than that, um, there's, there's this one side mission, um, that's, like, connected to another side mission. You know, this, that, and the third. Um, where you're, like, investigating a crime, and then, like, after you complete, like, that side mission, like, the cop that you worked with like, has another crime to work with, like, you know, like, dealing with basically another, like, investigation, whatever they're trying to figure out. I thought that one was pretty dope.
0: I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, there's there's a couple, like, uh, like detective work-type missions that are actually pretty dope. Um, yeah. So, Chris, you got anyone in particular that sticks out to you?
1: Um, I kind of wish I would kind of get a couple more brain dance missions and stuff like that. I haven't gotten too many of those yet in my side quest, so I am looking forward to those. But I think my favorite side quest so far, honestly, and this is not even a major one, but it's the one where it's just two brothers, and one of the brothers gets taken by, I can't remember the name of the group. And basically, they're, like, experimenting on the brothers with, like, different modifications and stuff and the one brother you talked to you could tell that like, they started prepping his body for the implants and stuff but they didn't finish it and like V even says to him dude what the hell your implants are half finished what's going on and he tells you about how you know his brother got taken and blah blah, blah and you got to go down the street to go get him back mm-hmm. you actually are able to kind of stop it before they get him all messed up and stuff too and i was like man that's not even a big mission but it was cool to see something like that in that world Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's cool that they have that Gary the Prophet guy in the in the alleyway and he's just always talking that rhetoric but and he refuses to get any modifications done or anything like that mm-hmm. because he's like it's the devil and like stuff like that I always think is really cool in the world. Um It seems like the game is it's got like a morality like a layer of morality that goes throughout the whole entire thing and everybody is constantly on this like tiptoe thing of am i a good guy or am i a bad guy am i a good guy? and i think like i guess the grand theft auto s games also kind of have that in space but this feels different man this feels i don't even really know how to quite describe it that's that's kind of weird to say but
0: i i feel exactly what you're saying yeah I feel yeah like... I feel like the game this isn't spoilery I feel like the game sometimes goes out of its way to shit on the idea that there is a good or bad guy mm. Um, mm. I feel like they they just want you to uh, damn, I want to make another parallel but it'll be a spoiler for a different thing for the Mandalorian but uh <laughs> ah. <laughs> It's it, there's, There are certain moments in the game where it forces you to look at yourself and say, um, how, like, how much am I willing to compromise myself for my own personal gain? How much am I willing to fight for like a cause greater than myself? And oftentimes when you make a decision one way, the game shits on you a different way. And it's just very mm-hmm. interesting to see um, but to, to answer my own question about the, the side mission thing, uh, I, I, there's a mission in particular that in, <laughs> Manny kind of alluded to in a way, um, that involves a tank.
1: And Prime it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Not do that yet. Oh, no. I don't it's, it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's great. It's, oh, it's fantastic. Incredible. You, you will know you will. It's, it is okay. very, very memorable. Very memorable. Um, but I, I, I mainly want to go back and play it for a different love interest. Cause I, I dove in I learned that apparently there are multiple love interests in the game.
1: Yeah, there's four, I think.
0: Yeah. Um Yeah, I want to dive into that. I feel like I can see another one like creeping up right now while I'm doing a side mission. And I'm like, I don't like you like that. So I don't like this. Like this needs to stop. Mm-hmm. Um because <laughs> I already got my other girl over here. Like I'm trying to keep that going i got side pieces uh oh <laughs> you
2: know oh so belongs to the streets oh
0: wow. <laughs> the <a> nice city <laughs> the nice city streets oh man the like nice street the nice city streets are something else um but yeah like I, 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 I see it developing and i think it's dope like it's that's it's so cool that you can like pursue those types of angles like i I dove like headfirst into one angle, like this chick will call, and I would be there immediately. Uh, and I-, I loved the missions involved with that particular character, um, but that one tank mission was something else. That was that was pretty cool. So yeah, yeah, y'all get a chance go dive into, just dive into all the the love interests that pop up in the game because I feel like they've all got to have like a very interesting angle to them. Word, yeah, yeah. yeah man. Alright, alright. So, uh, to wrap up, guys, um, you know, we don't normally do this. You know, this this is probably our first review discussion we've ever done, but definitely won't be the last one. Uh, if you guys were to put a, a, a score on the game so far, your experience of the game, uh, what would you guys give it? So, Manny, I'll, I'll start off with you. Me?
2: Oh, man. Um, I don't know. Like There's I said, no... the game, the game, like, I do like the story and everything, like, the bugs like i'm more of like an immersion guy so like you know like if there's like bugs that kind of does ruin partially of the experience mm-hmm. um i mean i i think from what i've been experiencing i'll say like a six and a half is fair like i feel like You know, from the current state it is in right now and the bugs we've all experienced, or me, like, particularly, um, I feel like you know, it could be better, but and I know down the line it will be better, but as of right now, it's just that's how I'm feeling. Okay, six and a half. All right, Chris, what
1: about you? Um, yeah, I'm probably right there around with goop. Um, I was gonna say seven um because again it it has flaws but i mean i'm having fun within the flaws nothing so far that's made me say i ain't playing this and turn it off because i even had to do the anthem a couple times and say you know what just come back later bro it ain't the time right now the game just don't (laughs) want you to play you gotta come back later Mm -hmm. ain't ain't got nothing like that happen seven right now they get their shit together it probably go up to like a nine and then if multiplayer hits how it's supposed to hit Bro, they got the potential to get to a 10, bro. They definitely do. Mm -hmm. But it's a 7 right now, for sure.
0: Okay, okay. So having actually beaten the game, seeing the full story play out, uh, I'm actually going to go with an 8.5. I think there is a masterpiece in this game. Like, I think the story of this game is just extremely interesting. And You get down to some of the final moments and some of the things that you are presented with. Um, some of the morality choices that you're presented with. Some of the ways that the game makes you connect and care about characters that you didn't think you would care about when you first met them. Uh, I, I think it's absolutely amazing. I'd be curious to know if you guys, your scores change after you beat the game as well. Because I think I probably would have given it a seven and a half, maybe an eight. But the the final moments of the story have definitely you know a high point for me. Um, So it definitely gets notched up a bit. I'd be curious to see what things look like for next gen, for sure. Like when they push out the next gen patches and they push out whatever DLC and like you said, uh, multiplayer as well. I th- I do think that ultimately this is a game that we will look at a year or two from now as a masterpiece. Universally, people will think about it that way. Same way with Witcher 3, you know, Witcher 3 came out and we, we talked about this at length, you know, it had a lot of issues when it first came out got a lot of revisions it's it's been ported to just about every freaking console on the planet at this point similar to Skyrim yeah. and people love that game people <laughs> people consider that game a masterpiece and that's what's garnered CD Project Red as much goodwill as they've gotten to this point because of The Witcher I think a very similar thing will end up happening with uh, Cyberpunk down the road so yeah for sure yeah,
1: yeah. okay okay <laughs> I can't wait to RP in this game man like that's why I'm hoping the bugs work out because, like y'all know, I'll be trying. I'm, I, this is where I want to go with some of the streaming, man. I look at this game and I think about what the RP can be in this, and it's just like, bruh, <laughs> it's like, oh boy.
0: So wait. for those who are, so for those who are listening, um, Chris, do you want to like explain exactly what you're talking about?
1: Oh, sorry. For uh, yeah, RP stands for role playing. So in games like Cyberpunk or Fallout or Grand Theft Auto or more or less a lot of these story based games or games that have like a survival feature or something like that to them, um there's a lot of folks out there who start servers and they they role play so they'll create a character and instead of just going through whatever the story them to go through, they come up with their own scripts or they're improving and they're they're acting out a scene you know they they make their own heists they make their own uh you know love triangles and all that kind of stuff and then you know, we ain't got no restrictions on the that level, so it's kind of cool. Um, I got inspired a long time ago on YouTube by this guy named Mr. Moon who did it with Daisy, and that's where I'm trying to go. So, yeah,
0: y'all, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> we'll be on the lookout for that. Sounds a little bit like, I guess the most mainstream version of it that I can think of might be like Red versus Blue.
1: If you're familiar yeah, with that. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. that's the best way you can. Yeah, good stuff. Man. Good All
0: stuff. Right. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. All right, well. We'll definitely be looking forward to that. Um, so yeah, this uh this will wrap up our final episode of 2020. Again, thank you guys for uh listening. Thank you guys for following. You know, make sure you like and subscribe to the channel because we've definitely got a lot of stuff coming up in the new year. Uh I think we're we're gonna have a bit of a, a relaunch in a sense, uh coming up next year. You know, we'll we'll have a some things that look a little different. We'll be trying a couple new things. Um, so yeah, just be on the lookout. Once again, we're really grateful to have you listening and and following us. Um, so make sure you share with a friend, make sure you comment, you know, stay engaged, check us out anywhere that we're, we're available. And, um, yeah, uh, we'll leave it off at that. As always, Manny, let the people know where they can find you. (laughs) (laughs)
1: OnlyFace.com
2: No, let me stop. Uh, you can, start, you can find me, of course, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, MySpace, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. On uh Flex, uh, Instagram is Goon Flex underscore TTV. Uh, but other than that, yeah, Goon Flex. Cool, cool. All right. Chris, what about you, man?
1: Man, hey, y'all already know what the goddamn deal is. M A Y
3: Two five
1: THXX on everything. All right. That's all how right. you on me. Right.
0: <laughs> all right. Make sure to check these guys out. Uh and I'm again a uh, Black Ice 8 on Xbox, Twitch, Twitter, uh, Steam, <laughs> PlayStation <laughs> Network, pretty much everywhere. The only difference is on Instagram, you can check me out at blackice 8 underscore gaming. Uh, make sure to you know hit us up at any time. Um, tell us what you think about our episodes. Tell us what you think about gaming as a whole. And, you know, we'll be happy to reach out and talk, man. Um, you know, again, like I said, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. We really look forward to seeing you guys in the new year. So uh, Merry Christmas and have a happy new year.